Mr. Wesley Cannon, the time has finally come. The World Series of Poker 2024 schedule has been released. The Great Pilgrimage is ready to be planned. How are you feeling about that? It's always exciting whenever the World Series releases their schedule. I think on Twitter there were a couple weeks of anticipation going on beforehand, and they finally released it. As we're recording this, I want to say it was last Friday. Yeah, it sounds right. Something like that. So, yeah, the day after we thought it was going to come out, which would have been the day of our podcast, which was Thursday, so the following day would be Friday. Bingo. Math. Yes. So, yeah, it's always super exciting to look at and sort of plan out, especially since you and I are both going to be firing a lot of events this year. Yeah, man. Winning a lot, a lot of money. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, I'm super looking forward to this year's World Series. We have a bunch of new events happening. Um, Today's going to be a a fun one for us because, I mean, not only are we just giddy and love to talk about the World Series and it coming up, but there's a bunch of new events that came out. Uh, and we plan on kind of doing this a little bit differently. So instead of just kind of naming off all the events and, you know, that kind of boring, that, that would be boring, right? The listeners, that would be boring. The listeners can go online and just look at that. So what we're going to do is we're going to list off the events and kind of go over them a bit. But with that, we're going to go ahead and help people who um, are trying to plan their trip, figure out what's going to be the most, pr- um, not profitable, but the most value for, for a trip. So, you know, like say you have a 5K bankroll, we're going to let you know like what one week period might be the best to fit your schedule. Um, say you have 10K plus bankroll, we'll let you know maybe which um, two weeks, uh, you know, two week time frame might be best for you to go to uh, have the most fun out there. Yeah, and I think as far as uh, we're going to be focusing mostly on the low to mid stakes buy-ins, um, anyone who's playing the high roller stuff, for one, I've never played that, so I don't really know. Yeah, I don't have comments yeah. on it. And then two, <clears throat> they probably already know what's going on. Like they're, they've already got their stuff planned. They don't, you know, I mean, they, they'll listen to this. <clears throat> they probably don't pay attention to low stakes stuff, so they'll come here for that. <laughs> right. I mean, and low stakes subjectively, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I was going to say. So like, and and yeah, I think most of our listeners are, if they're going to the World Series, they're going to be playing stuff in the 300 to maybe 1500 or two, 3k at the yeah, most. Yeah. And then with the exception of the 10k main event, which yes. people will kind of shot take in naturally. Yeah. Um, as will we. How many how many World Series of Pokers have you attended, Wes? Or what year will this be for you? This will be my fourth World Series, and it will be my second full World Series. Full World Series. Man, I uh, I, <clears throat> I envy the thought of doing a full World Series from beginning to end, but that I, my sanity, um, I just don't know if I can handle it, man. I'm not built like that. I, I don't know if anyone really is. And we'll touch on that a little bit. In this episode, too, how to keep yourself sane when you're out there for a long period Smash of time. Smash a quarter million dollar score at the beginning will help a lot. That helps a lot. I remember last year, I think it was four weeks in. So, you know, we we're about two thirds of the way through. And I had the thought of, man, I finally feel a little bit burnt out. Yeah, because yeah. I remember asking you continuously, like, how are you dealing with this right now? How Also, how have you not gotten sick? Like, every time I go to Vegas, it's... I mean, back when the Rio was around, I'd get the Rio flu every single time. And you seemed to do fine. I did well. I eventually, as you remember, got very sick at the, the very end of it. It's a good time to get sick on the tail end when you're ready to, ready to get out of there. You yeah. caught the vid? Yes, I did catch it. I mean, I, yeah, a lot of people were. So, I mean, it's almost, you know, not to scare anyone away from the World Series of Poker, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of germs passing around between all the different nationalities that your boss, your, your body 
isn't really attuned to, but we're not here to talk about germs. We're no scientists or stuff like that. This will be, getting back on track, my sixth or seventh World Series. I think it's my sixth World Series. I don't, you know, you know my brain, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably tell me how many it is. No, um, I believe it's my sixth. I started in 2014, as many of you have may remember from last week's episode where I kind of detailed my poker journey so far. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. A lot of people refer to the World Series of Poker as summer camp. It's essentially like, you know, the adult summer camp. Am I right? That's what it feels like. That's what it felt like last year, especially for me. Yeah, it, it's a period of time, you know, for me as someone who's going to do it for the full the full series again, it's really cool to just be out there for a month and a half. And really my my only job is to, like, play poker as well as I can. Yep. And, you know, that means a few things as far as making sure I'm rested and focused and not going out drinking. Partying and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, I'll have a couple beers here and there and dinners and stuff, but I'm also not the hard party type. I'm there to work essentially. Yeah. But work is fun when you're out there. You know, that's the best part about it. Um, I, so I will not be staying there for a month and a half. I haven't got my schedule fully locked in yet. But I think last year I was uh, just over three. I spent just over three weeks out there. Mm -hmm. There'll probably be something similar to that this year. Um, Not fully sure yet. You know, what I did was like play through most of June, come home and then go back for the main event. Yeah. So that'll be something like that. Maybe even a little bit more this year. Fingers crossed, you know, dependent on my schedule. So, yeah. Well, and kind of as you alluded to, I've thought to myself, how how am I going to handle it? If at the beginning I don't just rip off 200K. Yeah. Like, or, you know, something, something kind of size. Well, that kind of leads me to my first question then. So outside of the Gladiator, (laughs) which event are you looking forward to most? And the main event, but but besides those two events, which one are you looking forward to the most? Yeah, I think, so, so what I would say personally is the Monster Stack is the event that I think is the best balance of like, buy-in structure i think it has the best structure it has our levels and you start with 50k at i think it's at 200 big one but basically you can max late reg at the end of 10 um 10 levels and i think you will have 25 bigs i'm not or it might be even more i think it's more i think it's more like uh I, I don't know. They actually don't have the structures out, but I I think it'll be the same as before. We could probably look at last year's structure and get a good idea, but um, it does. I mean, you have heaps, and uh, I think so. Before we get ahead of that or ahead of ourselves, I want to also mention the monster stack. My number one event that I'm looking forward to playing outside of the main event. Uh-huh. Um, like you said, the value fifteen hundred dollar buy in, um, almost a million up top. It's usually like I think I last, think more. Not, so Sometimes. okay. So I don't remember what last year. The year before was nine hundred and sixty-six k. Last year was over one million, maybe. I'm almost positive. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> and it's also a one entry per flight thing. And on top of that, this year, well, actually, maybe it's the same as last year. They have three flights this year. Was it two? It was or three? two. Yeah. It so this year two. they have an extra flight. Yeah. So it's going to be well over a million. Up yeah. Top. Oh yeah. So you want to do an over under? It's on what first out. place yeah. for the monster set? Oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah. Okay, I just thought of a number, and... I got a line, too. Set, what's your number? And I'll give you an over-under. 1,144,000. Over. 100 bucks? 
No. <laughs> uh, I've been scooping Wes on these bets lately. It's been great. I won the I won the one last week. Oh, for twenty bucks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for twenty bucks. How uh, oh by the way, I wanted to thank you for that two hundred and fifty dollar dinner you bought me a couple days ago. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, it was delicious. We uh, Wes treated me to Cove Cove in Edina. Nice steak. We ate steak, shrimp, yeah. or not shrimp, steak, sushi, um, drinks. It was a good time. Yeah, it was, it was great. And right after uh, Wes bagged almost a million in the mystery bounty at Canterbury here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible. I did do that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> anyways, monster stack. Both looking forward to that. Should we, uh, before we kind of get into the other things, should we just go over the basics of the schedule and kind of what we're looking at so far? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Maybe kind of run through, highlight some of the new events and what we're looking at. Let's do that. Let's start off highlighting the new events here. So this year in the World Series of Poker, there's 99 live events. So I, I, think, I think that's 99 separate bracelets. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And it says there were 95 last year. I want to say the year before there were like 89, but I could be wrong. Okay. Here's one thing I want to mention before we get into it, because a lot of these events we're going to start off talking about are going to be low buying events under 1K, anywhere from Mm -hmm. $300 to $800 buying events. Um, A lot of the bigger name professionals have been speaking their opinion on these events that they're diluting the WSOP brand a little bit, you know, removing some of the value from winning a bracelet. I do understand where they're coming from because essentially there's just so many more bracelets giving out. You know what I mean? It's it, yeah, it, it kind of dilute. But in my opinion, it also doesn't. I mean, we're getting insane fields in these tournaments now, and it's also allowing people who can't afford three thousand dollar buy-in plus events to come in and get their hands wet in the most prestigious tournaments in the world. You know what I mean? Right. I I think it's great that they have them. Um, I do as well. I mean, I think if there's one thing we could com- could complain about, it's um, non-Vegas World Series of Bracelets giving going out on, like, Michigan Online or something like that. Yeah, and I don't – yeah, God. It, online bracelets – like, any anything that's not during the normal World Series is – Should be a ring or something. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. During the World Series, you know, I, I think it's great that they have online events during the World Series as well. I'm definitely not uh, opposed to that. And, and even going towards the – player of the year points like a lot of people seem to be um that doesn't bug me but that's not where we're getting into it uh let's go over some of the new the new events here you want to start off yeah so event number 41 starts on june 15 i didn't even see this one so so last night i went through and i jotted down i made a spreadsheet of all the events that i might play and kind of budgeting out what my buy-ins might add up to i did not even see this event on there <laughs> this one is I mean, for all you gamblers out there, this is the one for you. Yeah, so it's a $1,500 mixed no-limit hold'em PLO double board bomb pot event. So I don't know how, you know, I've played a bunch of bomb pots in home games and whatnot. I don't know how this is going to be structured. I don't explain what a bomb pot is. Yeah, so what a bomb pot is, is everybody... I'll, I'll explain it in terms of how we played in a cash game. Okay. So for, you know, maybe we're playing 2-5 or 5-10. We'll do a bomb pot every half hour maybe. So it's where everyone puts in a set amount, like we'll say 20 bucks. You get your your two cards or your four cards, and then the dealer puts out two flops. So everyone gets to see the flops, and then you just play from there. And you have two boards at once. And so – 
if if you and one person are left in the pod and you each have the best hand on one board, you you chop the pot. Right? Okay. The pot is split in two for each board. And so obviously there's a ton of value in getting everyone to fold because then you win the whole thing. And, or there's a ton of... You, you mean post-flop because everybody gets to see the flop, right? Yes. Yeah. No one... Everyone sees the flop. Um, so if you have like the nuts on one board, you don't really want to trap it because you might still just chop. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. No limit and pot limit Omaha mix. So, so they'll probably do like an orbit of each or something. Yeah. And how do you think that'll work? So everybody's going to see a flop every hand, you think? Yep. Everyone sees a flop. My, so everybody, it's like an ante essentially. Yeah. My my thought is that the way they'll do it is just have, you know, they'll they'll do the clock where maybe it's every 30, 40, 60 minutes the amount that the, the ante essentially goes up or the amount that you put in the middle to start goes up. And then, yeah, that, <laughs> the more I think about it, the more fun that sounds to play, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, you, if you're if you feeling uh, spicy, this is probably the event you want to hop in. And also it being at the 1500 price point, I feel like this is going to get a lot, a lot of players. So. Yeah. I can't believe they made this event. Yeah, I mean, this is for the true DGens out there. I don't know if I'm going to be playing this. You, I know you're not much of a PLO player. Do you think you'll gamble here? Um, who knows? I uh, I play... I mean, I'll do PLO bomb pots and home games whenever yeah. we run them. Yeah. Um, just looking at the schedule, day 1A of the Monster Sack is on the 14th, the day before. So if I'm playing, I would prioritize oh, day 1B of the Monster oh, Sack. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, the only way I would play this is if I begged uh, day 1A on the 14th and then had a couple days off from the Monster Stack yeah. to just gamble. But there might be, I mean, the beautiful thing about Vegas is every single day there's so many good events. So this one's up in the air for me. Yeah. Uh, second up, we have another the second new yeah, event. Yeah, second one I know oh, I'm not going to play. Okay. I think, uh, I, I know you look young, and people might be surprised, but you're Here getting comes up the there. boomer comments. You're getting up there in years, Max. Um, <laughs> event number 65 is the 5K Seniors High Roller. No limit hold them on June 26th. I don't know. Are, what do you think about uh, this thanks, one? Are you going to hop in? I, I greatly appreciate that. Um, uh, being, you know... 37. I still have 13 years to go, but I, okay. you know, very yeah. kind of you to call me, at least say I look young. Yeah. You do, you know, people uh, would be surprised that you're even 37. Um, right. So, yeah, that's, you know, seniors high roller, uh, 5K buy in. That's, you know, that's, I'm looking forward to that. I was kind of surprised, though, when they called it a high roller at 5K. I mean, 5K is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But typically, in terms of poker, you know, high rollers are typically 25K plus when, in consideration of being a World Series of poker. Yeah, I, th- I think what it comes down to is when they do a 25K, that only gets a couple hundred entrants. So it's yeah. like if you're going to limit it to 50 plus, if they did a 25K, there would be. I'm what, willing to bet this dozen. event gets a lot of players. I think so too. Yeah. So that will be event 65. So June 26. For all you 50 plus players, hop in the 5K Seniors High Roller event. Um, this next one is a new event. I actually looked into it a little bit. I'm not too fond of it personally. Okay. Um, the it's the $800 Independence Day celebration, no limit hold. And it's not because I don't have love for my country. Oh, I was gonna just <laughs> yeah, accuse you of hating America I, right there. I knew exactly what you're about to hop into there. No, but I think the main reason, and I kind of went through these earlier, is because so you get one. There's one reentry per flight. It's 800, which is a cheap price point, but it's 
30 minute blinds. So it's going to be turbo. Yeah. It's kind of similar to a lot of the other 800 type of tournaments. Yeah. But however, there are other 800s and lower buy-in events that uh, in this series that we'll find that have 40 plus minute levels, which are just, I'm a deep structure kind of guy. Like I love deep structure poker tournaments. Don't get me wrong. We have some sick turbo events we'll talk about. My favorite mm. being the Super Turbo Bounty. Really? Oh, Freeze Out? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gets me all excited, bro. But we'll I think that was the one last year where I, I skipped it and I came and was sweating you a bit and I saw you just send this guy to the rail oh, and you had this huge I, smile on your I face. I sent many people to the rail. It was a great event. We'll talk about that later. So, yeah, so that's the $800 Independence Day celebration. We'll discuss all these lower buying stuff. Uh, you want to take the next one? Yeah, so this one's interesting. It's a it's a 1K no limit hold'em, which is, there's nothing unusual about that, as they say, but it's actually during the main event. Um, day 1D of the main event is when this event starts. And I think it just, you know, it, it's sort of a, a second chance tournament exactly. type of thing. I think a lot of people were complaining last year about there being smaller buy-ins for recreational type players who busted the main event and didn't want to go home right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, and it, it does say it starts at 7 p.m. on day 1D of the main event. So if you've busted out pretty much at any point of the main event on day one, yeah, it doesn't give any more details, but it sounds like it's going to be probably a pretty typical structure, maybe 40-minute levels. Yeah, um, considering I busted day two of the main, I would have gladly hopped in this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assuming you can you can still hop in. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. It's, it's, it does say it it's a two-day event. Maybe it's 30-minute levels. It, oddly, it does. It says, so it's the two events. It doesn't say the date on it on here, but not not a big deal. Um, it pro- on the schedule, you could probably see it, but that doesn't matter. Uh, next up... And kind of following in the footsteps of the 1K uh, during the main event is the $3,000 mid-stakes championship no-limit hold'em. <clears throat> this is another uh, event you can enter if you bust the main event. I think this one starts, it looks like, on July 11th, which is day five of the main event. Okay. So if you had a whole week t- taken off of work or whatever, came to play the main event, busted early, but we're still in Vegas and looking for something good to play, I'd assume this would be a good one. However, I've not seen the structure for this yet. Yeah, well, and I think this one is, it, it's the type of tournament where there are multiple day one flights, which most, I don't remember any 3Ks that had that in the past. I feel like a lot of those 3 to 5Ks just had one day one, and then you just played through. Okay. I could be wrong. So these next few events that we're going to talk about, also new to the World Series this year, um, I probably won't be involved in any of these, maybe one of them. But they they range looks like they range mostly from from five to ten k. However, there's a one k and a fifteen hundred there. We'll just start. Let's kind of fly through these so we can get back so we can get on track here. But <clears throat> June fourth, we have the five k eight handed no limit with a one reentry. Uh, I do love this. It's fifty thousand starting chips, sixty minute levels, one hour level tournaments. Like I'm all about that. So mm-hmm. um, if I hit a score. Maybe that what will be one of my shot taking events besides yeah. the main event. That's that's early on though, so you well, probably haven't hit a score at that point. <laughs> says who, bro? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, um, also, I will say I think that's the same day as the one k super turbo free or miss not mystery, but just super turbo get it together, bounty. Bro. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, no, I will gladly be skipping the five k for that super yeah. turbo bounty. That event is so good. So. 
June 4th, the 5K. June 13th, the 10K Big O Championship, which is five-card PLO, high-low, eight or better. I mean... Is that even real poker? <laughs> God. That's, I mean, that's beyond my abilities. I, I do love me some high-low, but um, five-card PLO, high-low, it's just like, I wouldn't even... 60-minute level, 60,000 60, in chips. Like, the structure sounds incredible, but I'm not going to be spending $10,000 on that event. Agreed. Um, I bet a lot of... Uh, you know, the full series regulars will be loving that event, though. Like, that that seems like one where they could, you know, just get in there and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's even even a member of our uh, house out there who... I don't know if he's going to fire the 10K, but this is the type of tournament, I feel Mr. like. Mr. Bradley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we have... There's four of us or five of us that plan on... Uh, we got a house rented in Vegas during the summer. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, so we'll be, we'll be at that place all... Well... Depending on how long I'm there. I'll be there my entire summer. You'll be there your entire summer. So yeah. anyways, what do we got um, next? Next up, there's a 1K Mystery Bounty PLO. Probably very similar to the 1K Mystery Bounty No Limit Hold'em, but just PLO. This enti- This is a little enticing. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not a PLO guy. Like, mean, yeah, that's fair. And then there's a 10K 8-game mixed six-handed championship. These last two are on, these are July 9th and 10th. These last two that I've said. So, like, yeah, dirt late in the main event. Yep. And then the final one is the 1500 six-handed PLO. So all you PLOers out there will yeah. have a, a little bit more to choose from this year. And I know that a lot of people were asking for that. So it's kind of cool to see them listening a little bit on that part. Yeah, looks like they are. So, all right. So now that we kind of went over all the new stuff, should we get into what we sort of recommend for either newcomers or people who are trying to plan out who have a certain budget of buy-ins they're looking to to play. So again, a disclaimer I want to give is, you know, I put this down as like, you know, we did it for people with 5k budget or $5,000 budget, people with a $10,000 budget. This is at your discretion. You don't have to have $5,000 to play these events. This is just kind of uh, a way for us to encapsulate each thing or each section. So Starting with like the five, say you're going to Vegas, you have uh, a 5K budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to list or we're going to list all of the events that we think would work well for that type of budget. And then once we finish listing all those events off, we'll give you uh, like a week where we think you'll get the most value out of that budget. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are a couple couple stretches of like eight to 10 days where you can get, uh, I, I think the key to that is sort of, if you're there for two of the weekends, you know, maybe you fire the last flight of one of the big events and then you're there through the following weekends, that sort of thing. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and get this kind of started. And I have, these are all going to be in order. I, uh, like the boomer I am, wrote these all down on paper instead of on my phone. Hey, you're only 50. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, actually, this is also a new event that I don't think that we brought up is the $500 freeze out kickoff. They didn't have that last year, did they? Uh, they had the 500 freeze out. It's just new that the new thing about it is being at the beginning. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's the kickoff essentially, the part of it. The $500 freeze out goes without being said. No re entry. I think there's only one flight, May, yep. May 29th. If I'm there at the beginning of the series, I'm absolutely firing that one. I'll be in that. I think it's 40 minute levels too for a 500. Uh, usually that one's 30. Is it really? So let's take a look here. I just happen to have this up here. $500 WSOP. Okay, 30-minute levels, 25K starting. 
All right, Wes. Good thing we didn't bet on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Second up, I got uh, the 1K. So typically, most of these are going to be under 1K, but I do have a couple of 1Ks in there just because of how much value is in them. Yeah. The $1,000 Mystery Millions, May 30th. Most of you are familiar with this tournament. Yep. Uh, Four flights this year. I don't know if they had that last year or not. I think they did. I think they did have four last year. So I actually skipped the first week last year. And I know you played this event, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I fired a couple times. I cashed once, but I did not make day two, and so I didn't have a shot at a bounty. Okay. And so the way the way that one works, unlike you, you know, so if you're used to a mystery bounty at whether it's the one like this last weekend at Canterbury in Minnesota, or you know wherever your local casino is, MSBTs, uh, World Series of Poker's, etc. They all yeah, have them now. They all have them. Most of the time, it's the sort of thing where y- if you make the money, you're, you're eligible for a bounty. For these though. You have to make day two, which is really only three or four percent of the field. So yeah, you make the money in day one in these tournaments. Yes, but that you don't bounties don't kick in then. You still got to get through the day, and then you said like so how many twelve percent make the money? I would guess it's uh, World Series pays fifteen percent, fifteen percent. But then we got to go all the way down to like four percent before day two, to which then you start getting envelopes. Yeah, but the nice You're already in the money. But the nice side of that is. The less bounties there are, the more money that can be put into each individual one, which is why they're able to guarantee a million-dollar bounty. I like that. I do like that. Um, So 30-minute levels day one, 40-minute levels day two sound right? Yeah. 40K thousand. uh, 40K thousand. (laughs) 40K starting stack. Um, So essentially, the top bounty is guaranteed $1 million, and first place is also guaranteed $1 million. Is that a guarantee? I know they did it last year. I feel yeah. like they kind of did that off the on this right on their site. Top bounty guaranteed one million and first right. place guaranteed one million. Wow. Yeah. So you and I could both win a million dollars. Yeah. That. Last year, didn't they have two one million dollar bounties? They did. They did. So there's a pretty decent chance of that actually too. Yeah. I mean, imagine that three people winning one million dollars each off a uh, one thousand dollar buy-in. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll get there for the beginning of it this year. I. Love to go camping around that time of the year here in Minnesota. That's kind of the start of the, the camping season. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me what like a that. Nerd. Yeah, I know. No, I love camping and you know, my wife does too. So we might camp out the first weekend and then kinda then I'll make my uh pilgrimage. But uh after that, so we got the eight hundred dollar deep stack on June fifth. This one's going to have one re-entry, it's only one flight. Again, 30-minute level, so it's a little bit turbo. It's going to be kind of like your Saturday event at your local casino, right? Sure. Something like that, $800 buy-in. 40K starting, which is a decent, decently-sized starting stack. We actually have two friends, uh, our acquaintances, friends that we play poker with here in Minnesota, both who won the $800 deep stack in the same year, Mr. Rich Alsip and Rob Wazwaz. Yeah, basically the exact same type of tournament. Yeah. They're, they were actually rooming together as well, and they both shipped the two separate $800 deep stacks. I mean, that's that's pretty legendary. Of, and they were both over 2,500 entries, I would guess. I don't remember. One, I think Rob's paid a lot more, like 350 or something. Yeah. But 350000 for an $800 buy-in is unheard of. You just won't get that anywhere else. Yeah. So... Definitely, if you if you're on that budget, hop in there June fifth. Um, oh, you know what the next one is on my list. Oh, let's see here, three hundred dollar buy in Gladiator event. Yeah, that is oh, the one, Wes. Man. Oh, it's three million dollar guaranteed. Yep, will be easily exceeded. Two reentries per flight, 
four flights. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, what is that? Eight entries totally you could put into that thing? Right. Twelve. Oh, yeah, because it's three, essentially. It's the buy-in and then two re-entries, right? Yep. Okay, so 12 entries. Um, Ooh. Yeah, what is that, 3600 3400 bucks. 36 yeah. Okay. Anyways, math. <laughs> um, no, it's 34 Oh, it's 36 It's $300 buy-in. You are yeah. correct, sir. Anyways, um, Wes, as many of you know, we our very first episode, if you want to go check that out, uh, earlier last, or I think it was August last year we released that. I think we released it in September. Released we started. September. Anyways, um, Wes got fourth place, or third, third place. Third place out of how many entries were there? 23,088. 23,088 entries? Yep. The second biggest live tournament of all time. And you got third for 210-ish K? Yep. That's pretty sick, That was man. pretty nice. So, um, Gotta you, do that again. So you're going to get second this year? Yeah, I'll probably get second this year. I don't want to, like go too overboard, and then I'll win it next year. We have to have something to strive for. Yeah. At least for a couple years. And then after I win that, I guess I just quit. I I don't know. Yeah, might quit or just try and win the main. Yeah, switch to the main, main, I guess. All right, so we got the $300 Gladiator. That starts June 6th, multiple flights, four of them, as I said. Um, The next one, this one will be kind of fun, too. I don't – I've never played this event, but the $600 No Limit PLO Mix. So small budget – fun times right like i know a lot of this will be i mean you're gonna get all of the amateurs in this event mm-hmm. people who have no idea what they're doing especially in the plo street specifically um that one's gonna be june 11th you have two re-entries 30 minute levels 40k starting stack mm-hmm. so that seems like a pretty juicy one to hop in i don't know if i'll play that or not i mean we'll see what else is going on around that time you know what, Wes? How about you take it from here? This is starting at the top of this page that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then after that, June thirteenth, there's an eight hundred dollar deep stack. Another one, as we had mentioned, um, there were two of them a couple of years ago when our friends shipped both of them. Um, and then actually, the day right before that, there's um, hold on. Yeah, no, you're right. So. Backing it up here, Notch, you got ahead of yourself, Wes. So before the $800 deep stack, there's a $600 PLO deep stack on June 12th. Okay. I, for some reason, I thought that's the one you had just talked about. Gotcha, yeah. So All these tournaments sound so similar. They Good do. Lord. So there's a $600 no limit and PLO mix on June 11th. And okay. then the very following day, there's a $600 PLO deep stack. Wow. I mean, the PLO players... It's almost too much. It's like, how, how is there time for anything else? I know, right? So the PLO players are going to be getting after it this year. Um, the PLO $600 deep stack on June 12th will be two re-entries, 30-minute levels, 30K starting stack. Maybe a sh- one to take a shot in if you're not much of a PLO player. I think that's going to be their lowest PLO event. I'm not 100% sure on that, but mm-hmm. some it's close if not. So, And then the one you had just mentioned... Yeah, the 800 deep stack, very similar. It's a 30-minute levels day one, 40 minutes day two. Um, then we're going forward to June 25th, the Poker News deep stack. I'm looking forward to this. This is actually another new event that we didn't bring up. Yeah, so what about this one are you looking forward to? It looks like the structure's a little better. Yeah, so the structure in this one is going to be um, a lot better, actually. So for a $600 buying event, just one re-entry. I think there is a couple, a couple flights I'm not 100% sure on that, actually. There might be a couple flights, but it starts June 25th. You get one re-entry per flight. So you can buy in, and then you can re-enter, and that's it. Um, Day one's going to be 40-minute levels, which is above all the other $600 events, which are 30-minute levels. 
And then day two, 60-minute levels. Yeah, that's 60-minute levels on day two of a 600. That's, you're insane. not going to get that anywhere it's else. It's the only, yeah, exactly, you just won't. So, um, and then you start with 30K. So I am, in my recommended week we'll talk about, that is definitely one you don't want to miss. And I think they're going to have a lot of extra coverage on that being a Poker News Championship event. Yep. So that would be a cool one to play. Um, yeah, then we got the $600 deep stack that starts the day after. That's a little quicker structure. Um, just 30-minute levels the whole time, one re-entry. June 27th, so this one's interesting. I actually played it last year, the $500 Salute to Warriors. Yeah, um, and this one actually is another decent structured one, isn't it? It is. So 40-minute levels, and I max late reg this last year, and I had 25 big blinds to start. So That's pretty sweet, because typically you, reg, you, know, you late reg something this day, you get eight big blinds. Yeah. Max late reg. Yeah, I think when you max late reg, World Series tends to give you like 10 to 12 big blinds, somewhere in there, maybe 13. So especially having 25 in a 500 is pretty And you pretty start cool. with 50K. 40-minute levels, 50K starting stack this year. Did yeah. you start with that last year? Yeah, yeah, 25 big. So it, uh, big blind is 2K at that point. Okay. And, and you know, another cool thing about this, too, is a lot of, I don't know what the cut is, but some of the proceeds go to veteran organizations. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to support our troops and veterans, which I think is super cool. It is. Um, again, guys, these are all the budget events. And, I mean, we're, we're not now through two pages of these. Uh, going into, I think, our third and final page of the budget events, the $400 Colossus. Yeah. June 28th, $400 Colossus. Um Three different flights on that one. How many times have you played that? You play that every year you go? Just last year. Okay. What was your experience with that? Uh, well, I didn't cash, so I hated it. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all I needed yeah. from you, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So the first day one, I actually got in right at the beginning, and it was, yeah, great. Did, it was a good tournament. Didn't um, it used to be a turbo? I feel I don't like know. I remember it having 20 or 30-minute levels back in the day. I don't know. I I, I doubt know, it was ever twenty. Diapers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that I wasn't allowed to drive a car back then. <laughs> um, but this one actually, I forgot. So four hundred dollar event with forty minute levels on this one as well. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an increase. If I remember correctly, I might be wrong. But forty minute levels, forty k starting stack, three flights with one reentry. So, I mean, definitely one to just fire away at. Yeah, this was kind of the original version. This used to be the lowest buy in the World Series had. Yeah, and then it was so successful that they started sprinkling them throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, all of a sudden, one thing I want to say is I think that these smaller buying events, while they do pack, you know, the horseshoe and the Paris uh, ballrooms a lot, like they get people in the mix. The cash games are going to be juicier. There's going to be people taking shots at the 3Ks and up to that, you know, I mean, it's, I think it's good for the economy, essentially, for the poker economy, that is. Sure. So after the $400 Colossus on June 28th, there's the $800 Independence Day celebration. That's July 3rd. Um, same day, potentially the same That's the first, first day of the main. Yeah, the first day one of the main. I'll be skipping that event. Yeah. Realistically, I will too, but we'll see. I probably won't play the main till day 1C or 1D. Yeah, typically we like to play because you only get one entry in the main, as many of you know. Playing the later flights typically is what most people like to do just because you're going to get softer fields in theory. People missing fourth. I mean, a lot of times recreational players are going to be at home during the 4th of July and then come in and firing the, the two days, one of the two days after that. Quick side note, main event day one strategy. 
my the first two times I've played it, I've played day one C because you get, you know, as you said, it's better to fire one of the last two days, but I don't like doing day one D because for one thing, it it's can the be European day. It can be so crowded. And well, then two, if I play day one C, I get to play the first day two, which means I'll have a day off before day three as well. Do you remember in the main event when, uh, without getting too crazy out of line here, when uh, I think COVID restricted flights for some reason. So they had to add a, one extra day into the main event. For the Europeans. And all the Europeans came and played that flight. Like, you yeah. don't want to play the, that flight. So I didn't play it that year, but yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, so I mean, that was like a, two years ago or something, two or three years ago. In 21. It was the year it was in the fall. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Two more events that are in the budget here. $600 Ultra Stack, July 7th. This is kind of one of those gimmicky name ones, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like you get 60K in chips, but... Well, and one good thing to mention is don't get too enamored by the amount of s- the starting stack because the blinds are usually correlated to that anyways. Exactly. Yeah, be... you start at 200 BB instead of 100 BB, etc. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when you see ultra stack or deep stack or monster stack, excluding the monster stack in this case for the World Series... They're gimmicky names. They're still that you know you're extremely deep through the first um, er, in the early levels, but as you get deeper, it becomes very shallow. Yeah, these are all just basic. They just have to give everything a different name so they can do more tournaments. Yeah, it's right? it's all sales pitch essentially. Yeah. Um. So the ultra- this this is the one I think we both played last year at the end, and we both cashed. And I was oh yeah, I was, we were right next to me. I was just struggling through the end of it because I was starting to get sick, and it was probably a good thing I didn't even make day two. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Um, we both cashed that, so that was cool. But ultra stack July seventh. So <clears throat> if you bust day one of the main, or even in day two, you can fire this. Two reentries per flight. Thirty minutes day one. Forty minutes day two. Sixty k starting stack with two flights. There you go. Not a bad idea. Last event for the budgets, Wes? Yeah, the last event is the $777 buy-in Lucky Sevens event. Wonder where they got that name. Is that seven-handed? It is seven-handed. I love that. Um, 30 minutes day one, 40 minutes day two. And first place is always guaranteed $777,777. That's pretty So that's a massive, massive score. Yeah, I like that they made it... uh, I mean might have been last year i think it was 40 minutes on day two because if it was 30 all the way through that thing would be a hyper turbo essentially once you start getting deep yeah it's kind of like the gladiator actually okay very similar to that um so wes before we move on to having a bigger budget and events you can play with that i think we should talk about the recommended times you and i or would recommend to others to go for say you have like you know a 5k budget yeah and and to be clear to keep this simple we're gonna say you're planning on playing about 5k in buy-ins you know obviously you have to spend money to travel to travel and, and whatnot food, yeah but yeah, that's so, sort of built into it so, so and i feel like you and i will have a lot of overlap when it comes to when we sh- when that when a player should go during this time yeah um so my recommendation is june 24th through june 30th or you know a day before and a day after that depending on how long you can get off work or whatever you might have going on in your life so in that time frame june 24th through the 30th, you have the $600 Poker News event, which we talked about. Looking forward to that on the 25th. Mm-hmm. The $600 Deep Stack on the 26th. The $500 Salute to uh, Warriors on the 27th. And the $400 Colossus on the 28th. So if you bust one, you got one at the next. And if you're you know deep in the Poker News, you can skip all of those, essentially. Yeah, and the first all, all those first three, you can 
buy in twice total, right? Yeah. So this is assume you know, assuming that you have some extra bullets for each one. Yes. So um, if and and so what I was gonna say, I that was also my f- the time frame that I had picked out. The one thing I also wanted to say was like, if you started on June twenty first and went through the end of June, if if you were planning on maybe only limiting it to one buy in per event. You could play the the fifteen hundred millionaire maker, and then play you know the six hundred, six hundred, five hundred, four hundred. Okay, okay. Um, depending on how you know what your plan is, obviously, if you're trying to stay around five k or less in buy-ins, you're not going to be firing multiple times and do a fifteen hundred exactly. And you know, I actually um, once we get into the ten k plus budget time frame that I recommend for people we'll kind of get into a mix of these budget plus the 1500s. Yes. So, yeah. So essentially we have the $600 poker news, the $600 deep stack, the $500 salute to warriors and the $400 Colossus back to back to back to back. Yeah. Incredible structures, very, you know, and incredible price points. If you're, uh, you know, have a strict budget there. Yep. So moving on from that, this is kind of, um, imagine you have like a 10K plus budget, right? Yep. Again, you could have less, you could have more. This is just kind of a, a line that we drew for it. Do we think, so if, if we're going on like a 10-day trip, do you think you and I have the same the same schedule here for the, the 10K? 100%. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We've been through the series and looked at it enough, and each series, while they do add new events and there's all these different kind of new things coming in, they keep... There's always the two weekends where, like, there's the two main 1500s, which is the Millie Maker and the Monster. They're one week after another, and then they have a bunch of good events later in between, and then the main, right? Yep. So, and that is, and that's consistent through each year of the World Series of Poker. Yep. So, yeah, I think, I think we're both going to probably land right in that time frame. Yeah. Start, you know, get there for the Monster Stack through the weekend of the Millionaire Maker. Yep. And maybe even beyond that, um, if, if you're deep, deep in, in it. Millie. Yeah. Yep. So the 10K budget, essentially, these are going to be events ranging from 1K to essentially 3K or less. Okay. First up on the list, we had already talked about this because it was in the budget, the 5K budget, is the 1K Mystery Millions. Mm-hmm. Don't think we got to get into that again. Those flights are from May 30th to June 2nd. Uh, how many flights is that again? Four. Four flights on that one. After that, and this one, this one could be fun, I think... Is this one on a Monday? I don't remember. Anyways, it's, I think it lands on a Monday, which I, one thing I want to kind of disclaim is that if you're playing events on Mondays, typically they're going to be harder fields because a lot of the amateurs and recreationals are weekend warriors as well. You know what I mean? They come yes, for the weekend. They'll come stuff. for those weekend events. So if you're playing events on Mondays and Tuesdays and stuff, expect tougher fields essentially. Mm-hmm. Being at a $1,500 event, it might not be as bad. But if you start getting into the 3Ks and 5Ks, those Monday events are going to be difficult. Yep. Um, so with that being said... The $1,500 no limit six handed dollar, six hand. What is wrong with me? The no limit six handed event, $1,500. It's June 3rd, one re entry, 40 minute levels on day one, 60 minutes on day two, 25K starting stack. Yeah. And I know we already mentioned our roommate Brad, but he won this in 2021. We were staying with a bracelet winner. He won uh, the 1500 six max for. 300 something thousand. Pretty yeah. awesome. What a stud. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because he's not even a no limit specialist either. He's like a mixed game specialist. Yeah. And he's not a professional poker player. Like he takes it seriously. He's a very, yeah, he's a professional quality, but he's all, I mean, he's 
in terms of a career, he's a lawyer. Right. So he's just an st- overall stud. Yeah. Um, we'll tear you down when you're out there, but yeah. not publicly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a disclaimer, so we kind of could. We it's all could. for entertainment purposes, remember? True. <laughs> Brad, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I want to mention about these 1500s, I believe back in the Rio days, these were 60 minutes from the get-go, if I remember correctly. So... You could be right. I know my first World Series was the last Rio one, and it was 40 then, but I don't know anything for before that. Okay. I might not be remembering correctly, but if if that is the case, I do think they were 60 minutes from the get-go. doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. I'd still play that event. It's a good one. Yep. Um, so after that, that's June 3rd. Uh, on June 4th, my favorite, the 1K Super Turbo Bounty Freeze-Out. Yeah. 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 You know, this is one I skipped last year because there's a 1K and a 1500 of this type of tournament. This is one I'll probably play if I'm not still in the mystery bounty. This would be an exciting one. I was kind of in the air about it last year and then I played it and I had so much fun. I might be a little results oriented because I did okay in it. But on June 4th, it's 20 minute levels, 20K starting stack. $300 $300 bounty and it's a freeze out. So there's, you can't just go firing, firing, firing away. Yeah. Although you, some you people just play, do. Is that a one day? Is it's a one it, day it event. ends that night. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. One day event. You can win a bracelet. Oh, well, they might carry over to a final table or something like that. But yeah, sure, yeah. it might be. A ju- I think that it's structured as a one day event, if I remember correctly. I believe you're right. So last year in that event, I got uh, seven bounties and a min cash. Yeah. That's so, still a good cash, though, because a bounty is 300 right yep and yeah. so you base you got 2100 plus a min cash. so yeah. that's that's a lot more than just a min cash yeah i did pretty well in that event, essentially so that was a lot of fun um definitely there's two of them on the schedule this year uh one's a 1500 though as well mm-hmm. we'll get to that though um next up uh did you ever play this one the shootout yeah i've not played the shootout before and i don't think i'm going to this year why that's is not that? a priority they're it's- just infinite tournaments to play um, okay. And wh- what's the start date on that again? That's on, so this one is, I think, so it's June 7th. However, there's two flights. Yeah. I think there was only, it was just a one day event last year. Mm-hmm. Or they, they added one at, like late, if I remember correctly, because of some issues they had. Something like okay. that. There was some, some issues happening. Well, let me put it this way. The priority during that time is the gladiator effect. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot those kind of. But hopefully I'll bag on the first flight. So maybe. I haven't ruled it out, but I that's not a priority. I'll explain why this event is super cool to those who aren't familiar with the shootout format. So a shootout format is like a sit and go, right? So everybody gets one table. Um, there's no You don't get switched from table to table. You play down to one player left. So you have to win that table, and then you're in the money. And then you come back the next day for the second table. Yeah, and, and I will say... You get a big min cash. I want to say so. It's a fifteen hundred. I think five like k or something. Yeah, fifty two hundred, something like that. So if you it, now you can't ICM it up. Like you have to win all the chips at your table. Yeah, it you eliminate all that. You play to win. You have to win. So and the structure at um, forty minute levels with the twenty five k starting stack. Like it's a deep structure with with one table and just playing. You know, just through that table. Like it plays out really nice. It's a lot of fun. I've played it. I've, I've taken two shots at it. I have not won my table yet. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played that. Yeah, um, so highly recommend the shoots out, shootouts. I know I enjoy them so much because I've been a single grinder online for a long time. It's kind of where my da- what my dad played a lot when I was growing right. up and stuff like that. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Next up on the, my, on the list here, 
We got the no limit freeze out, $1,500 buy-in. I love freeze outs, Wes. I do too. I've done the purest form of poker. It is the purest form of poker. And so the the 1K freeze out actually was my first deep run in a bracelet event. I got 13th a couple of years ago. Um, This is the the 1500 one. 1500, yep. June 10th. Yeah, again, for me personally, I mean, that is day two of the Gladiator, so... Oh my God. <laughs> so actually, oddly, I enough, know times are hard and you're stuck in the three hundred dollar events. Yeah. <laughs> so last year it w- that was on day three of the Gladiator because I remember it okay. was going on at the final table. Yeah. So honestly, I'll just be too busy stacking up chips on day two yeah. of that event. That's but. fair. No, that's fair. I you know, and if you if the Gladiator doesn't work out for you this year, you can hop into the No Limit Freeze Out forty minute levels on day one. 60-minute levels on day two, just like the other 1,500 No Limits, 25K starting stack, one I'm looking forward to personally. Yeah. I love those pure No Limit tournaments with the freeze-outs. Those freeze-outs are fun. Yeah. Next up, the number one event on both of Wes's and I's lists outside of the main event gladiator for you, of course, the monster stack. Yes. Three flights, June 14th through 16th, one entry per flight. So you can't rebuy. You bust, you have to wait till the next flight. So you have three chances total. 60-minute levels, 50K starting stack. It's deep. It's lovely. It's I've might be biased because I've played it three times or four times, three or four times, and I've cashed every time I've played it. Yeah, I actually haven't. I, I cashed it for the first time last year. And actually, you and I, somehow fun. we busted on back-to-back hands at the same table to the same guy. Deep in day two. Yeah, we just got sat at the same day. I think there was like 400 left or something. Out that of like sounds 3, 000, right. So it's like yeah. over 3,000. We, we got 300 something place. Yeah. Over 3,000 entries deep in day two. All of a sudden I show up Was at. Was it 3,000? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. No, that that's right. That Yeah. So I think, yeah, that seems right. Anyways. Oh, no. It was way more than that. It could have been over 4,000. Yeah. You keep talking. I, I I need to look this up now. Okay. I'll keep talking. So while he looks that up. Um, the monster stack it was deep in day two. I get sat at his table. We have a very aggressive table. We have uh, Chris Mormons at our table with us, as well as some other names. Um, one, one guy who's a online crusher who we've played with a lot. And, and now, you know, someone I've become recently acquainted with, uh, absolute crusher, Mr. Sassen on you. Yeah. Tyler is his real Tyler, name. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, yeah. Tyler, we know you listen to the podcast. Have much appreciation for your game, bro. Don't come to my table day two, okay? All right, so there were 8,317 8, entrants last year. I got 559th. 559th, yeah. okay. And then I got 558th or something. I something think right so, there, yeah. yeah. So that, that's right. So there we were hit the pay a little over, the yeah, there were a little over 1,200 that got paid out. And so, yeah, we were deep in the money, but not to the point where we made that much more. I just remember Chris Mormon absolutely slaughtering our table. Yeah, I was super card dead, and I think you were as well too. So it was kind of tough to really make many moves at that point. Yeah, I was hot early. I was hot on day one, and then early on day two, and then I just kind of coasted. With yeah, I begged a pile. I came into day two with over a hundred big blinds. Started off well, um, got to that table, lost a bunch of pots, and then went card dead from there, and just couldn't recover from it. You know, sometimes that happens in tournaments. So, and the last thing I'll say about that event is I know multiple other people who they're coming out specifically for that event. So if you're someone who ha- like hasn't played in the World Series before, 
you know, 1,500 buy-ins are within your budget, even if you have to sell a little bit of action. Yeah, no problem um, selling. No shame. It's so much up top. It's the value. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be selling some this year too. And then, and uh, anyways, this would be the event to do it for. So that's the first page of, uh, of um, 10K budget events. The second page and our final page for these is the, uh, we'll start off with the $1,500 super turbo bounty freeze out. So there was the 1K before, this one's 1500 So instead of a $300 bounty, you get a $500 bounty, and that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. And then obviously a little bit of a bigger main cash. So we won't stick on that too long. That's June 20th, you can find that. Just remember, everything we're going through on here is in sequential order. So if you're listening, you can kind of use this as a guide to maybe help you figure out uh, a schedule of your own if you don't like the one that we've uh, tailored for you. So after that is the next weekend, the $1,500 Millie Maker. Yeah, and this is the one that, if it's not the Monster Sack, this is the other one that people will come out for. Yeah, the two main, they're like essentially the, you know, the mini main events, the $1,500 Monster, the $1,500 Millie Maker. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that people talk about the most. Um, very similar to the Monster Stack in the sense that it has hour-long levels. The stack is just a little... It's 25K. Obviously, the blinds start off lower, but the way it works, the way the math works is y- y- later on in day one, you'll have less big blinds on average than you will in the Monster Stack. Yeah, yeah. So it's very slightly worse structure, but... Still great with 60-minute levels. Still great. Not bad. Um, I remember I want... I, uh, this is 2021 or something. I'm deep into day one of the Millie Maker. And um, all of a sudden I hear the da 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 walking up. And I look behind me and guess who it is? Who? Daniel Negreanu. Oh, I should have known. With his, with his phone in his hand recording for his, his videos. Sits down two to my left. Oh, really? Deep in, the, in, the mill, or deep in day one of the Millie. That's uh, funny. Yeah, so he sits down at my table, got to battle, battle with Daniel McGrown, who bluffed the shit out of him one time, which was super cool. There we go. Um, I, I did not know that you played with him, actually. I did, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, I had a really good opponent to my left there. I ended up bagging heaps that day, but I ran a big bluff against my opponent to the left, and I just remember, like, while him and I in our hand, Daniel was so invested in watching us play. I've never seen anyone that dialed in into a hand that they're not involved in. It actually kind of, I mean, he he was just studying his opponents that hard. Like, he wasn't distracted looking at his phone or nothing like that. He was invested into what each of us were doing, even in that in a $1,500 Millie Maker event. That's pretty cool. Especially, yeah, because that event is... It's such a small buy-in for his yeah. level of play. Yeah, I mean, he's playing everything uh, all the way up to the top high roller. So you know what that reminds me of, though, is I feel like one thing I love about the series is when I go out there, I'm just there for the series for such a long time, and I feel like I'm more dialed in. Like, I, f- I have to be. You have to be, yeah. And it comes naturally, especially when you've done it a bunch of times. Like, the nerves kind of go away, and then the dialing in kind of comes in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if it's your first time experiencing the World Series of Poker and you're kind of nervous, just hang in there. Yeah. It'll help. And um, give me all your chips. And yeah. <laughs> don't be greedy, Wes. Um, it was super cool to play with Daniel Legranu. Uh, if you actually, I don't know, one of it, in one of his 2021 vlogs, uh, we made an appearance, so that was kind of cool. Nice. Um, after that, Wes. What do we have after that? It's uh, one of my favorite events that I played last year. We did not cash it. Oh, but no. Yeah, it yeah, was the, a lot The tag of fun. team, 1K tag team. So $500 per partner. Um, this one's a little... I actually am not a big fan of the way they do this one because... Really? Yeah. You you have two people, and as long as one player... Each player plays at least one orbit, 
That, the other player can play the whole thing. That part I agree with. However, I love this structure over every other tag team event at every other casino. That's also fair. Where it's like you're forced to play level and the, switch a level. The actual, the actual structure of the tournament is much better than 60 other 60-minute levels, 20K starting, 60-minute um, levels right out of the gate. It's a freeze-out, so you can't rebuy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you and I kind of took on the one level each. And then if I was kind of like eating or something, I'd let you play a little extra yeah. and vice versa. We had some... Uh, what did we call them? Some misregs at our table. There was a misreg at one of our tables. I've seen him a couple other times. I've seen him a couple times after that, too. But he was essentially not paying attention on his phone. He's like, just kind of crazy. I think he was working. He, was he on said his he was working, yeah. Anyways, that was a super fun event. We ended up, gosh, I, I'll never forget that. You got in a flush draw versus a I set. I flopped a pair. It was like king seven suited. The flop was a seven something with two spades. Yeah. And, and he, had, he just had pocket aces. Yeah. It, it was a three-way hand, too, so there were – someone else put in a bunch of chips. I was wa- watching Wes at this point. Um, Wes gets it all in with a pair and a flush draw versus top set. I mean, with how many big blinds we had, it was pretty standard. But then he turns – we turn the spade, and we're just like, yes, let's fucking go. And then the board R- pairs on Yeah, the, the river was another seven, which is annoying because it – He blocked it. looks like it's supposed to be a good card, but it's a bad card. So, yeah, he – so we ended up busting there um, with uh, – Nut flush versus uh, top top uh, boat. Yeah. Anyways, I had a lot of fun. I hope uh, we get the opportunity to play that again. We dressed week. up a little extra spiffy that day too. I think. Yeah. I mean, n- now that we're part of, you know, we got the suited kings going. We might have to actually just kind of do it hard this. Year. I think we will. Yeah. Like fully suited with the crown. <laughs> All right. I'm, that would be sick. I'm down for that. So. Following up the tag team, Mr. Wes, uh, we had actually someone we recently interviewed got second in this next event. Yeah, so the $1,000 mini main event, which is a freeze out. The blind structure is exactly like the main event, but it's only 30 minute blinds. So it's much more turbo y. And I didn't even play it last year because. Me neither. Apparently, the line for registration was just out the door, or the line for seating, I should say, was just yeah. out the door. Haven't played this one before, but yeah, Josh Riker got second place for our, I want to say around 350, 330,000. A lot of money. Yeah. A ton of money. For a 1K, he made heaps. I was definitely rooting for uh, Josh to win it all. He got second, though. Yeah. I am was... not a fan that they call it the mini main and have, it has such a turbo structure, though. Yeah. It's really just because the the amount of chips and the blinds are the exact same, but it's not. It's just, again... A branding thing, another tournament. Before, So we have two events left, Wes, uh, for the 10K budget kind of guideline. Um, I, before we go, get into this, I just want to mention, this is our inaugural World Series of Poker schedule episode. Yeah. I've look, I hope this is something we do for years and years on. You know it will mean? be. And something that people look forward to as like the guy that helps them get their sc- summers planned out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... After the 1K mini main on July 2nd, the 1K no limit freeze out on July 6th. So I think this is either the last day one of the main or day two of the main. Yeah. So this is this is the event that two years ago, it was in earlier June, but this is the one where I made the the first real, not my first cash of the World Series, but it was my first real deep run I ever had. What place did you get in that? 13th out of 1700 or this so. This is before I knew you. Yeah, I well I think yeah, you you were there. I, who you, you, were. I think I, I you saw me you. Yeah. with a couple tables left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I walked by and I'm like, who's that scrub? I was like, this Minnesota kid thinks he's good. I'll show him. Yeah. No, just playing around. But so um what was your score in that? 
19K, yeah. which is a so little close bit, to all the money. I it's know. bittersweet for sure. But 30 it, minute levels kind of bugs me. I wish it was 40 minute levels. Yeah. For one K. Is it, is it really 30? 30 minute levels, 20K starting. I'm not sure if they it, reduced it, but that's 20K what it is. is normal. It used to be 40, though. Yeah. So it was 40. They made it a little more turbo-y this year. Um, and then there's one event left, Wes. Yeah. The $1,500 closer. The closer. Yeah. J- July 15th and 16th. This is essentially the, uh, you know, load the clip up and just fire away because it's unlimited re-entries, 30 minutes blinds, 50K starting stack, but unlimited re-entry. So, I mean, it's a $1,500 event. For all those people that are like, you know, buried at this point, <laughs> they're going to be coming and just trying to bag piles, essentially. Yeah. I, you know, I was sick for that one last year. That That's another one. It's, uh, yeah, just a 1500 multi-day um, one I'll probably skip personally. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I might be tired out by then, but yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, you know, another one of the ones that I just won't be playing. Well, Wes, that kind of, you got something to say? Yeah, there's, there's one thing I thought of. Okay. So the 1K freeze out when I went deep was event number 18. Okay. And last year, the gladiator was event number 18. So oh, I have some God. event number 18 magic. Okay. Hold on here. What, what do we got for event 18 this year? So I've just looked it up, and I'm not too excited by it. It's the 1500 <laughs> PLO. You aren't even gonna play that. You have to play it now. <sighs> you you just put yourself in this position, bro. Like, yeah, Wes. Like, we grind global online, as many of you as many of you know. And um, I I'm the only one. So they have series, you know, like the Grizzly series, which just finished yesterday. But uh, West has his PLO tournaments shut off, so he doesn't even get to view them. Yeah, I think I've played one. Total one or yeah. two. Um, and it's a $1,500 PLO. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, if, if the stars align, you might as well just hop in the mix and see what happens. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It, man, event 17 is the 800 deep stack. That, they should have made that 18. Swap those out. Oh. Let's go talk with uh, Jack. Jack Effel, the tournament di- main tournament director. I'll put in a word or two. <laughs> you just go reach out to him. He just stiff shoulders. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. So we kind of discussed all of the budget, and then which is one thousand and under, and then everything from one k to I'd say pretty much fifteen k or fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred, yep. With the and we kind of put those under the ten k budget trip. For the ten k budget trip, I set out a two week kind of schedule, which I think aligns with you. Yeah, does that seem right? That's going to be from June 14th to June 28th. Um, and what this is going to include is the both the Millie Maker and the Monster Stack, which are the two best $1,500 on the schedule, in my opinion. I agree. But I, I didn't do it by a specific day, but I said, yeah, if you're there, play the, the Monster Stack and the Millionaire Maker. And then, yeah, there are some bigger, you know, medium buy-ins in between those two as well. Um, if you do want to play those cheaper buy-ins that we had mentioned after the Millie Maker, that's on the table well. As well, I just happened to organize this, Wes, the mm-hmm. both weeks. So week one, I have four events. Week two, I have four events. Uh, okay. For week one, start off with the $1,500 Monster. Mm-hmm. Follow that up with the 1K Super Turbo Bounty. Love okay. that. Then after that, the $1,500 Shootout. All right. And then the $1,500 No Limit Freeze Out. All right. Um, week two would be the $1,500 Super Turbo Freeze Out. So that's... Uh, did I say it? Yeah, so the first one was 1K. This one's $1,500 Super Turbo Freeze Out. Mm-hmm. The $1,500 Maker, which is the weekend after the Monster Stack. Yep. The $600 Poker News event. 
Yep. And then if you're, you still got money in your pocket, you can fire the 3K no limit. Oh, the 3K. Okay. Yeah. Well, that that's going to put you over 10K. Yeah, it will. I uh, mean, and, and again, these are just all of the really good events that are within that time frame. Whether you, the truth is, is that you'll probably make day twos in some events, which you'll have to then skip other events. Um, and you just might allocate a couple buy-ins towards one, so you'll skip it in. You skip one of these anyways. But those are the uh, eight best events during that two-week time frame, in my opinion. Yeah, that's great. I think that's uh, that's a good way to structure it. Um, it's always good to mention, like when you're planning these things out. You know, I made my list of tournaments, knowing full well that a good chunk of them I just won't play because I'll still be in other ones or I'll be exhausted or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, when you're out there for so long, I think it is important to recognize if you're a little bit um, tired out or just exhausted. Yeah. Take a day. You have a tournament scheduled that day, but you're not feeling 100%. Take a day off. Go into the mountains. Do some hiking. Go play around a golf. That's kind of exhausting as well, but it's mentally relieving mm-hmm. to get outside, see some some green. You know what I mean? When you're in the desert and in casinos for a month straight, it can hurt the soul a little bit. Yeah, I I think that's a great transition into probably the last topic that we have is just sort of when you're out there for a long time. Yeah, how do you keep your sanity? How do you keep your energy? You know how do, how do you how do you maintain a, a lifestyle where you won't be completely exhausted by the end? Do you want to maybe talk a little bit about what are some things you did last year in between? Well, you played a lot last year. You didn't take I a played lot. Played a lot last year. Yeah. yeah, you didn't take a lot of time off. Um, yeah, I came back and I was like somehow lost a bunch of weight. That's normal for me. I yeah. anytime. So here's the reason for that. Uh, from my understanding, is we're sitting at a table all day. Um, with uh, adrenaline pumping mm-hmm. and your body is using that to burn fa- fat and calories, right? It's, yeah. I mean, and when you're using your brain a yeah, lot, you're still going to Do you notice like after a long day of poker, you're not even being physical, but you're sweating. Like I'm pitting out. I'm, I'm starting to stink a little bit. Like, I mean, I sweat. I don't, my sweat. I don't stink ever. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't smell like shit. But I'm just saying, like, you, yeah, you get a no, little, it, it, I'm a little ripe today. <laughs> yeah, I, I have felt that on numerous occasions. I think for me last year, there was a time when I just said, okay, I need to take a day or two and just sort of stay at the house. I did a little bit of like you hiked, didn't you? I didn't actually hike. I, I did take some walks. Okay. Um, I did. You know, I, I did like some light sort of body weight type of workout stuff at home. Um, I think one of the best things for me is so I think I was there 45 days last year. I had four or five alcoholic beverages on the entire th- time. Yeah. Um, seems good. Yeah. You're not much of a drinker, anyways, neither am I. Yeah. You didn't know. I mean, clearly you didn't know me in my earlier <laughs> yeah, 20s, yeah. but that was only like a year ago, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keeping your energy, getting good sleep. I mean, one of the toughest things about some of these day twos is sometimes they start at 10 a.m. and you'll yeah. be playing till 1 a.m. the night before or something. So making sure that you are able to get a decent amount of sleep, eat some good breakfast, you know, m- make sure, I would say, Focus on your health a little bit. Yeah. You know, none of this is like... Drink a lot of water throughout the day, too. Get a bottle. Maybe not a bottle of water, but like a... What do they call those things? Um, I can't even think of it. Bottle was the word I was going to go for. A bottle of water for, you know, like... uh, Yeah. There's another word I was thinking about. But anyways, um, a bottle of water and just drink water throughout the day. Keep your body hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yeah. I mean, none of this is like 
earth-shattering stuff, you know. No, but no. but a lot of people time a lot of times forget or just don't do it. Yeah, and when you're in a place like Vegas, especially if you stay on the strip, it's hard to just get good healthy food in you all the time. Agreed. Yeah. Um so make a plan to you know, have some healthy snacks with you, always have water with you. Move around a bit, you know, and you don't have to do full workouts all the time, but just make sure you're moving around a bit because you're going to be sitting in one place for a long time, day after day, most likely. And, you know, keep a good perspective on it too. It, it's easy when you are, let's say you've played a few tournaments and you've just gotten some bad beats or you're questioning some of your plays, like take a step back and just realize it's you're out here playing poker. Like there are a lot of people that wish that they could do what you'd even, even if you're just going out there for a few days, like so many people don't have the opportunity to go do that. And yeah, it's, it's just have fun. It's important to remind yourself where you are, what you're doing and how fortunate you are. Yeah. Um, things I did last year, which I really enjoyed that helped me were I went and played golf with some friends. Yeah. Um, that was, I, I, I'm not, the greatest golfer but i love it and um get, it's the only time i saw green out in vegas that's true yeah yeah the it, felt yeah <laughs> the felt Besides is the, the next felt. closest yeah, thing yeah so some actual lush grass and things like that um get out of get out of the strip you know what i mean i swam a lot <clears throat> hit up the pool a ton each day at our airbnb that you and i shared um with our friends you and we went after you know we'd go to the bar and get some late night food and a beer that was super fun and revitalizing for me as well so those are a bunch of different things I did. There's actually one more topic I wanted to touch on before we kind of wrap things up here, Wes, and that's okay. food options. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, what do you have for yeah, that? Yeah. So, depending, you know, say we'll kind of discuss dinner options or like dinner break options. And then I have a couple of, you know, days where you're not playing places you could eat. The nice dinners. Yeah, the nice dinners. So, uh, I think being in Vegas, it's important to treat yourself to a nice dinner out there because you get the be- you'll find the best food out in the world in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, with that said, starting off planet Hollywood, right outside of the horseshoe. Um, you just walk down, you know, it takes about five, 10 minutes to get there. You can get there on dinner break. It's not too busy at planet Hollywood. You can find Earl of sandwich, um, which is my favorite, the number one spot to go on break for me personally. Um, okay. I love their Chipotle chicken avocado sandwich chef's kiss nice so good and within there um within planet hollywood there's also a chick-fil-a a pf chang's got some decent options in there nice for me personally i would say i don't even know that i have a go-to option the one thing that i wanted to make sure to touch on is well two things one is to have a plan because a lot of the restaurants that are sit-down places will be booked up yep um, so just have an idea of where you're going to go. Yeah. Maybe set a reservation um, a couple hours before your dinner break. Call them up. Take a step away from the table. Call them up. Set a reservation. We do that sometimes. There's there there's a lot of places actually right around the horseshoe you can go to eat. Um, I can't think of the names. You, you meet in, you, John Redding, and I have stopped one place. I went that to that place a few times. It has good burgers and a really good salad that I had a few times. Isn't it the um, not Whataburger? What the heck is it called? It's the one that uh, that actor owns. Or that yeah, something burger. Oh, what the heck is it called? It's oh my gosh, I don't know. That we can Bo- keep- I think he's from Boston or uh, oh, anyways. Anyways, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is make sure not to Wahlburger. Wahlburger. Wahlburger there we go. There it is. W a h l. Burger. Yeah, yeah. Wahlburger, not far from there. Um, they got some salad options, burger options. Yep. So 
Yeah, the, the main thing I wanted to touch on too was don't overeat. I remember a couple of years ago, there were back-to-back tournaments where I felt like I made what was maybe not a massive blunder, but I busted two tournaments on like back-to-back days soon after dinner break in spots where I could justify the play I made, but I don't think it was the best one. And I felt like it was a little bit lack of judgment. and Lack I f- of focus from maybe being too full and content from eating too much. That's sort of what I came up with. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, I've definitely been there after eating a ton. You kind of become tired and complacent and you're not as, you know, like you said, while it might not be a terrible decision, like you, you're struggling to get to that even better decision. Yeah, they weren't epic punts, but they were plays I would normally, yeah. I would normally get away from them. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Don't eat too much on your dinner breaks. Try and, you know, one thing I would recommend is if you can is get granola bars um, and and water and things like that and snack throughout the day. That'll help keep your energy up um, mm-hmm. without being too full and keep you hydrated. Another quick option, um, I don't recommend this too much, but if you're on a short break or if everything else is packed, you can always go into the horseshoe basement. I don't, basement, I don't know if they call it that, but it's like the bottom level of the horseshoe. If you're coming out of the horseshoe um, poker room area and you hang a left down the escalators there, um, there's the whole food court there with, with some Asian place. There's a Sabaro's, a burger joint, hot dog joint. Um, you know, nothing too healthy right there, but mm-hmm. um, something quick for everybody if you need to get some food in you. Cool. Yeah. I don't. And after that, I mean, dining joints, I got like three go-tos that I love personally. There's so many good places. I, I can't even remember the names of some of these places. I had a bunch of new ones last year, but three that come to mind immediately and these aren't really dinner break places. These are, you got the day off and you want to go out with friends. Um, my number one, my current favorite restaurant of all time, Mastro's in the Aria Mall. We went there. We did go there. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, we went there um, with a bunch of friends. That was a good, did you like, oh, you got, s- <laughs> <laughs> I remember you getting sick after we ate uh, this. It's, but, it, it was good though. It was um, good. That place was really good. I think I'm not sure why you got sick, but I've never got sick there. Mastro's is incredible. Inside Paris is uh, Nobu, which is like sushi and stuff like that. Very popular. If you've been to the World Series of Poker, you've walked by it a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly is uh, Umiya Sushi, where they have the bomb sushi if you're looking for sushi. Yeah, I'm a big sushi guy. I'll have to go there yeah. this summer. It's a great spot. And you know, for those who listening or who are listening, I know there's a lot of really other or really good other places. Um, I just can't think of a lot of the names right now. So, you know, those are three that came to my head right away. I think those ones you'll enjoy a lot. Yeah. Wes, I think it's time we wrap things up here. This has been a long one. It has been. I I have no idea how long it's been. But I'm so excited for the World Series of Poker, getting out there. I think what I'm looking forward to most is just hanging out with my friends and running deep in tournaments at the same time. Like, just having that excitement with my colleagues. You know what I mean? It's always fun to to be on the rail of someone who's at a final table or final couple tables, whatever it is, you know, feel that excitement. It's also exciting to be the one at the, yeah. in the deep run yourself. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in the deep run, sweating your friends is just, I mean, maybe not just as fun, but it's a lot of fun. And and there's always that opportunity for someone, especially from the Minnesota poker scene, 
so many people make it out there. There's always someone to sweat. Yeah. When we, you know, we know there will be someone, there, there will be deep runs. Yeah. And yeah. Congrats to our good friend, Ian Matekis for winning the player of the year, WSOP 2023 player of the year last year. Yeah. Oh, can, he's going for back to back. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he's definitely going. Make sure to check out uh, his interview that we did uh, a few months back. Yeah. Super October, insightful. probably. Yeah. Super insightful interview. Wes, Let's go ahead and wrap this up here. Uh, we'll do the usual. Talk about the Discord channel. If you guys haven't joined our Discord yet, make sure to hop in there. We have hand discussions going on every single day, and they're not shallow. They are deep hand discussions with multiple different viewpoints from lots of different people. Um, we're just about to hit, hit 100 members in there. There's no price or no charge for joining there. Uh, there's no charge period. Like We don't charge for it. So hop in there. Yeah, and you're probably costing yourself by not joining it. If anything, there's a lot there's of so value. much value. Yeah, you just if you want, you say you're at your local tournament today and you want to know if you really played it well, write down that hand and come type it up in Discord or on because you can get Discord on your phone, on your laptop, any sort of mobile device. Like get in our Discord, find my Twitter at Deuce Nukem. There's a link to join it right there. Make sure to hop in that. After this, today, actually, Wes and I are going to be starting our video content series, which we're looking forward to sharing with you guys. After we're done recording here, we're going to get right on that. So, Wes, anything you want to end this on? I'm excited for the World Series now. It's weird. That it's still over three months away, so yeah. plenty of time beforehand. But it's always good to uh, to see the schedule come out and really start preparing. It, it gets me more excited to you know, hit the ground running with studying and yeah, going over hands. Yeah, so. and we'll, we'll, you know, maybe we'll do an episode on ways to prepare for the World Series of Poker. I think that's a good idea. And the one thing I'll say now is don't wait till the middle of May to do that. Yeah, like get started get now. Right really now. start dialing it in. And then by the time that comes, your confidence level will be through the roof and you'll be ready to make some big scores. There we go. Let's get it. All right, guys. Hope you have a great uh, rest of your day, morning, tonight. You know, whenever time it is you're listening to this. And uh, until next time, we'll see you next week. Bye.